Yesterday, if you were on Facebook or Instagram, you were treated to a wonderful display of my guitar and singing prowess and my piano playing and singing prowess and the mistakes I make, the uh, misplaced fingers, etc. But there is a reason for it. And there's a reason that I that I do those sort of things, not the mistakes. Those are just natural because I don't practice often enough. But I wanted to point something out, something that to me is so fundamental and so important and so realistic in today's society. So it's something that you need to think about. And that is, what do you do when you're bored? As an adult, I remember growing up, there was a lot of times when we were not knowing what to do on a Saturday morning, not what, knowing what to do in the afternoon, not because we didn't have things to do, but because we were bored. And we always heard the phrase, you heard the phrase, you know the phrase, that boredom is the, and idleness is the devil's tool shop. There's something negative to being bored. There's a very big negative to being bored, and that is that boredom can lead to isolation, it can lead to depression, it can lead to a lot of negative feelings. However, one of the things I wanted to point out today is that boredom is essential for growth. And I'll, we'll talk about that here in, a, in just a second. We'll talk about the why. First off, I'd like to welcome you to Todd Talks. This is Todd Talks, where I help you design your best life. Not the life that I choose for you, but the life that you desire. The life that you design. We're talking about boredom today, or I'm talking about boredom today. I don't have an interview today, so you're stuck with me, and that's okay, because I hope you like me. But... Boredom has been associated with self-control problems, including addiction, gambling, binge eating, idle hands. The, uh, the Amish say, like I said earlier, that boredom is the devil's workshop. People that are prone to boredom tend to have an impulsive mindset. Now, again, it always goes, goes down to mindset, doesn't it? But boredom has also gotten a bad rap. In this fast-paced world we live in where we have instant gratification, where you have everything at your fingertips, you have more computing power in your cell phone than was used in all of NASA to launch the Apollo missions to the moon. Think about that. More computing power in the palm of your hand than in basically all of human history prior to today. That's pretty amazing. Now, we didn't get to this point through instant gratification. The great thinkers, the great philosophers, those that created all of these intricate designs, ideas, devices, it all had to start in somebody's mind first. Everything ever invented started as a thought first, started as something in someone's mind. 
They had to think about it. They had to come up with the idea. They had to put the idea down on paper and figure out how to make it happen. That is pretty amazing. Now, why is boredom important? And what are we losing as boredom becomes less and less of a factor in your life? And why does it become less and less of a factor? Because you have constant music. You have constant apps that you can add onto your phone. You have you're inundated with electronics, whether it be through social media, through TV. You have a thousand things a second that can pull your attention. So your brain is hard, is becoming hardwired to desire things instantaneously. Patience is disappearing when it comes to things that you want. There have been a lot of studies that have had that have shown this. A lot of studies have shown that the rising generations, because of the instantaneous gratification that they get through the electronic mediums that they have at their disposal, they're losing the ability to delay that gratification. They're losing the ability to wait and be patient. And this is why boredom is so important. There are actually five important aspects of boredom. And so what I am, I'm going to throw something out here. This is counterintuitive logic. It goes counter to what you as a parent or you as a person that doesn't like to be bored wants to hear. But what I'm going to tell you is that boredom is important. Boredom matters. Not all the time, but boredom matters and is important to practice or not practice, but have opportunities to be bored, especially for children. If you have kids, especially for children, they need to have opportunities to be bored. And I'm going to explain why right now. In psychology today, we read about boredom that it says, boredom can improve our mental health. In this age of information, our brains are overloaded with information and distractions. The wealth of information means a scarcity of attention. Attention uses one's limited cognitive resources for productive activities. So taking a break can be a valuable opportunity to help our overloaded brains relax and alleviate stress. It is beneficial to simply step away from social media and other stressors long enough to feel bored. Why is this important? It's important because when you are constantly bombarded with information, when you are constantly under stress, and the kids today, teenagers today, young adults today that live in the social media world are constantly bombarded with images, ideas, thoughts that push them to think certain ways. And what it causes is stress. The more stress, the more tension that you develop, that you feel, while tension can and stress is important for the body. If you had no stress, no tension, then you would, you would just cease to function in life. Stress is important. It creates freedom in the body 
to grow. It, or I don't think I'm saying that right, but it, what it does is it, it stress is required for you to grow because you push against the stress and overcome it and you grow mentally, you grow physically, etc. That's what I was trying to say. And so with this, too much stress or an overload of stress can cause all sorts of medical and mental issues. I recognize it in myself. Yesterday, I was in a meeting and we had a lunch after the first half of the meeting. And I noticed because yesterday, not yesterday, but Tuesday's podcast was about nutrition and the negative relationship that I sometimes have with food. And I recognized that I was craving more food than I wanted to actually eat. So one part of my brain was saying, go get two of those burritos, while the other said, just get one. That's all anybody's getting. You know, these negative habits that we develop. And so I only got one. But after eating, before the meeting started again, I started to get tension in my neck. It started tightening up and I started getting lightheaded. And I thought about it and I'm like, what is going on? Why is why am I getting tense? This meeting is not making me tense. Why am I suddenly getting tense? And it took me all afternoon. It wasn't until that evening that I figured it out. That I had I got tense and my neck tightened up because my brain, one part of my brain was mad at the other part of my brain. And that tension was caused because my conscious part of my brain that recognized that I did not want to eat too much food was mad at my subconscious for trying to get me to eat. And my subconscious said, oh, I don't want my brain to be mad at me anymore. And so it flipped a switch causing tension because then all I thought about was the tension and not about food and not about being angry at myself for wanting more food. If you Do you understand how this works? And so my, my subconscious in attempting to protect me from my own thoughts and feelings gave me tension. That would be an overload. That would be a negative stressor. Why, do I, why am I talking about negative stressors and, and all that? The reason is that when you are constantly online, constantly bombarded with information, constantly plugged in, your brain doesn't have a chance to rest. It doesn't have a chance to heal. It doesn't have a chance to focus on the things that are important. So what does boredom do when you give yourself, you unplug, you give yourself time to disconnect? It's an opportunity to help your brain relax and relieve stress. So that's one. Number two, Boredom, and again, I'm reading out of psychology today now, boredom can increase creativity. Boredom can provide an opportunity to turn inward and use the time for thought and reflection. Boredom can enable creativity and problem solving by allowing the mind to wander and daydream. In one study, people were made to do boring tasks. The boring tasks encouraged their minds to wander, which led to creative ways of thinking. The study showed that with mundane activities, we discover useful ideas. In the absence of external stimulation, we use our imagine and think in different ways. End quote. Think about that. When you were a kid, 
Did you play outside? Did you imagine and create? And I remember we had a playground in our backyard. It was trees. It was a swing set that we turned into and created a uh, our own zip line to. Uh, hope, luckily, we never got hurt. But from the tree to the to the swing set, we created a zip line, and we were able to have so much fun playing Robin Hood and pirates and all sorts of different things. My friend and I we created our own band. And we played our cardboard guitars and we sang and and for the entire school, we did all sorts of things. Boredom causes you to be creative. It causes you to get out of your head and sometimes get into your head. Boredom causes you to be creative to alleviate your boredom. And so yesterday, perfect example for me. Because I wanted, I didn't want to be bored, I decided to make a video of me playing guitar and then later on me playing the piano. It took an hour to do the guitar because it had video because I had not practiced in so long. And so I had take after take after take after take after take to try to get it right, uh, to at least to get it to where I was satisfied enough to actually post it on social media. The point being, I was having fun. I was having fun with it. One of the ways we alleviate boredom is by finding ways to have fun. And not being on social media, not being on electronics, that games that other people have created with their creativity, it allows your mind to come up with stories and ideas, not somebody else's story. But your story, writers, artists, painters, all of the arts come from being bored and learning how to channel your creativity. The third, boredom motivates a search for novelty. Without boredom, again, I'm quoting from psychology today, without boredom, humans would not have the taste for adventure and novelty seeking that makes us who we are, intelligent, curious, and constantly seeking out the next thing. Novelty implies dissatisfaction with the status quo and a willingness to challenge established ideas and practices. Great achievements are facilitated with dissatisfaction with the status quo. Columbus never would have embarked on his great voyage had he not been temperamentally dysphoric and had Prozac been available in those days, end quote. So think about it. The great explorers, if if they had been on Ritalin and Prozac and Zantac and all these other drugs used to chill us out and calm us down and prevent us from letting our minds wander, he wouldn't have gone exploring. What, one of the best cures for boredom is getting outside, hiking, skiing, running, exercising, getting out, taking the dog on a walk. 
one of the greatest cures for boredom is just being out in nature. Nature provides you with ample things to stimulate the creative side of your brain, brain to stimulate the nerves that open up not just the creative side of your brain, but the blessed side, the blessing side of your brain. I can't speak today. It opens up your brain to be able to receive and see beauty, empathy, joy, happiness. When you exercise, you get endorphins. When you're out in nature, you breathe clean air. You're able to sense colors and brilliance in so much better in all their varieties. You're able to live in the now and be present. Think about it. How often are you not present in your own life? I would wager that it is quite often that you are not present in your own life. You're sitting there watching TV. You're on your phone. Your kids are talking to you. You don't even hear them. I'm talking to myself. I do this too. I'm just recognizing that these things are okay sometimes, but if it happens all the time, then it's a problem. If that's the only way that I interact with the world, then that's a problem. If that's the only way you interact with the world, then that's a problem. Because then that leads to depression, negative thoughts, poor self-worth, more negative thoughts. Do you see the pattern? There's a pattern behind all this. Allowing yourself quiet time to first be bored and then stimulate your creativity allows you to get out of those negative cycles and do something different. Now, I'm not promising that the cure to all ills is boredom. Far from it. I'm suggesting that, especially if you have kids, that you allow them to be bored sometimes. You don't throw them just in front of the TV because you have no, they have nothing to do. Let them be bored. Let them figure out what to do. And for you... If you haven't been bored in a long time because you watch TV or you're just on social media, put the electronics down and see, give yourself some time to think, to dream, to write, to read. A great cure for boredom is a good book, a good story. Okay. So that jumps me to number four. Again, I have psychology today. Boredom motivates the pursuit of my goals. Boredom is an emotional signal that we are not doing what we want to be doing. Being bored means that we are currently engaged not only in an uninteresting or unchallenging situation, but also in a situation that fails to meet our expectations and desires. Boredom encourages us to shift to goals and projects that are more fulfilling than the ones we are currently pursuing, end quote. Boredom is necessary. Now, I recognize that there are different personality types. Some people are achievers. Some people are not. Some people are just, hap- just fine being where they're at. 
and that's okay. But if you find that when you're bored, when you're sitting there and you don't have anything to do and it causes you to start thinking of what you want to do, what you desire, what you wish you could do, that's a good way to put it, for your dreams, that boredom can be a catalyst to get you off your butt to start working on them. Because only you can actually work on your dreams. Nobody else can work on them for you. Only you can get off your butt, get off the couch, get yourself moving, get yourself motivated. Motivation from outside lasts a minute. Only you can actually pull yourself up out of a slump and get moving. When you're bored, you have two choices. You can sit there and just be bored and get become depressed, or you can do something to fix the boredom. That's the whole point of this podcast is let boredom push you and catapult you into greatness by making you think about your goals, your plans, your dreams, and then take the first step. It's the only way to actually move towards your goals is to take a step, take one step forward. All your dreams are achievable, all of them, every single one, but they require action. Dreams cannot just be dreamed. They have to be acted on in order to become reality. Otherwise, they are just wishes. So give yourself some time to be bored so you can come up with new ideas on how to achieve your dreams. So finally, number five, again, out of psychology today. And I use psychology today because the article really fit with what I had been thinking. So I'm quoting these paragraphs because they fit with what I've been thinking about for the last 24 hours, ever since I posted those music videos on Facebook and Instagram. So number five is boredom and self-control skills. See, boredom affects the ability to focus and pay attention because the interest is lost. Among students, boredom results in disengagement from class and poor performance. They can feel bored when they lack the cognitive resources to focus. The ability to focus and self-regulate is correlated with the ability to handle boredom. Learning to endure boredom at a young age is great preparation for developing self-control skills, regulating one's thoughts, emotions, and actions. This is where I'm going to talk directly to you mothers and fathers out there. If you have kids, do you hand them the phone or the iPad, turn on the TV every single time that they say they're bored, that they whine, that they are getting on your nerves? If you do it every single time, then you are not helping them, you are hurting them. Because kids need to learn to be bored in order to become good students. You want your kids to be good students in school? Let them learn how to overcome boredom and develop self-control skills. When you give them everything they want just because they want it, when you give them everything that they want because they're bored, when you turn on the TV or a super stimulating video game or give them the iPad and the iPhone to keep them from bothering you, what you're doing is you're setting them up for academic failure in the future. You're making it difficult for them to be able to concentrate and focus in life. 
I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just stating facts. And facts aren't your friends sometimes. I don't mean to be mean. But it's true. We all sometimes just need a break. And that's okay. When I interviewed Kristen Andrus, that's exactly what she said, is that it's okay to turn on the TV and put the kids down in front of it sometimes when you've got to take care of yourself because you have to take care of yourself first. But when that becomes the norm, when you don't allow the kids to be bored, when you don't allow them that time to grow the same benefits that you got as a child, then they're going to grow up entitled thinking that everything needs to be given to them, that they do not have to work for anything and that they want it right now. And that is a problem as they grow into maturity or as they go to school and they can't focus on learning anything because they can't focus because they don't know how to overcome boredom. Having been a student most of my life, I can tell you one truth. Not all learning is fun. Not all learning is entertaining. But learning that you focus on is valuable. It works and expands your brain. And as your brain expands, you're able to handle and do so much more so that the little stressors in life later on don't bother you. I hope you've enjoyed the talk today, and I hope that you allow yourself or your kids to be bored, to develop their creativity, to develop your creativity, and to grow in the process. If you find yourself getting depressed, obviously do something else. If you find that you're bored too much, start using that brain and figure out a way to get out of it. Play some music, dance, do something artsy because that stimulates the side of your brain, the part of your brain that controls mood and it will lift your mood. I guarantee it. This is Todd Talks. Thank you for listening. Todd Talks are available on Apple, Spotify, everywhere you listen to podcasts. Please give us a five-star review. This helps us in the ratings. And if you like what you hear, share with your friends and family. My goal 100% of the time is to help you, to help your friends, to live a better life, to design the life that you desire. Once again, thank you for listening and have a blessed day. Oh,